Welcome to the show. We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer and coach trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. viewers and listeners, and welcome back to another amazing podcast with another amazing guest. And you are going to really enjoy Terry Cardjola, who we have with us today. She is a transformational life strategist. We've been talking a little bit before the recording, laughing so hard. She's got great energy and great ideas. She is the founder of Creative Counseling Center and Talking with Terry. She is the best-selling author of The Magic of You, Tools to Transform Your Life, with a foreword written by Jack Canfield a premier success coach with eWomen Network and a coach with Forbes. She's got a lot of credentials behind her and she's really a thought leader in female empowerment and entrepreneurship. I'm really looking forward to hearing some of the things that she is implementing in her life and in the life of her clients. We were talking a bit before the recording, she's been a counselor for 22 years and then incorporated quantum physics and law of attraction and created this amazing program that we're going to share with you now. So welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you, Victoria. It's so great to be here. Thank you. Oh, I'm happy to have you. So can we just kind of get started at the beginning? Like, how did you end up in this line of work? You know, it started way back when I was actually a peer counselor in high school. So I became, um, there were six of us that got selected into counseling. In my sophomore year in high school, I started going to Washburn University and got trained in counseling 101 and became a peer counselor for a school. And then that triggered a couple other things. And I had a first kiddo. She was a fifth grader. And she came to me and said that her sixth grade friend was going to commit suicide. I got involved in that piece. And I feel like we saved this little girl's life. And at that point, I was like, I want to become a therapist. So I... From that day forward, was focused on becoming a therapist. I became a therapist. Then I built a very successful practice, a very large practice, one of the largest in the state of Colorado. And then that has given me the foundation to really expand beyond that. Um, now it's an owner-independent company that runs itself. And now that's given me the freedom to do what I feel very called to do. Because at the beginning, I thought that that was my calling. What I found out that that was my passion. My calling really is to have a bigger impact. And so I have pivoted a small bit, but now I work with female entrepreneurs that are looking to expand their businesses, expand the way that they show up in the world. And what I've found over the years is that a lot of people struggle with you know, negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, the imposter syndrome, just getting completely overwhelmed or just stuck in fear and doubt. And so I love to work with those women and female entrepreneurs to clear out those blocks so that they can expand their businesses, create more money, more clients, more freedom, but most importantly, more impact. Because if I can help someone else, you know, and they can impact 150 people or 500 people or a million people, I feel like that's the work that I'm supposed to be doing in this in this lifetime. You know, I think it's a really important subject and I'm glad that we're just diving in and going there. So many people that I've come across in the spiritual world 
feel like, well, this is, you know, a God-given gift or the universe has given me this, you know, special talent. And so, you know, I feel bad charging for my services or they don't charge enough for their services. And so what I always say is when you make more money, you can help more people. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you so- can give from your overflow. You can give from your abundance. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And so I think that's a really important piece to keep in mind. And we will go into, you know, how you're helping people and how you are just helping women in general. But I do really want to just put some emphasis on that, that it is okay to have a financially successful spiritual business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if we can have that greater impact, because I think you're right, we get into business and sometimes if we don't feel like, you know, we get stuck in that, the story, whatever that story is for that person that's saying, I have to give, be of service to everyone. In reality, we're not being of service because if we can get paid for what we're doing and if we have a, a valid business that's here to serve people and make their lives better, why not be on the receiving end? Because oftentimes we forget the receiving end of it. So often when I'm speaking on stages and things, people, I do this like small, quick exercise to show the power of receiving. And it's so basic, right? And yet we forget about it. We forget the piece of the receiving because a lot of us are such great givers and we give, 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 give. But part of the universal law says we also have to, the law of reciprocity says, let's also be on the receiving end of that. It doesn't have to come from that same source and oftentimes it doesn't. But if we are allowing ourselves to receive, uh, it goes so much further. We allow the energy to stay in motion and it's all energy, right? So, Mm -hmm. well, and it's so true and it's not even just in business. I'm thinking of a situation I had a couple of days ago where someone that I know, I have done a favor for. And she said, my husband wants to pay you for that. And my first reaction is like, no, 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 it's fine. Like I just did it because I love you. And I had to just like stop and say, okay, I'll accept that. But it was hard. Yes. There's times too when we want to, we want to be humble at times, right? And I think that's kind of where it rubs up against it. It's like, no, I, I wanted to be of service, right? So I think sometimes just being aware of, are I going into this of be of service? Or am I going into this like, yes, to get paid from this? And just have, being clear about that. Because I'll go in, I'm saying, I'm gifting you this and here's why. So I'm very clear and upfront what I'm gifting and what I'm not, right? But another little tool that's fun for your listeners is when the universe, God, spirit, angels, whatever you want to call it, source energy, gifts us with something, I like to say, yes, I'll take more of that. I don't necessarily say it out loud unless I might, you know, but I'll be like, yes, I'll take more of that because it allows you to become even more expansive, right? And just, it's amazing at what other things can show up in your life as a result Uh, of that. I love that. I love that. I'm going to be using that. Especially when it comes to money, because oftentimes we are kind of being resistant to, and honestly, like when I pay bills, I will also just send it love. I'm very grateful when I pay bills because even though it feels like it's being taken away from me, I get to have my lights. I get to pay for rent. I get to have all of this, right? And so I can be very grateful for actually paying bills too. And yes, I'll take more of that because I'm also generating, operating a businesses that, you know, require those things. So, well, and I know that you have a connection with Louise Hay. And that was one thing that she always taught in prosperity was to be thankful when you're yes. paying your bills, right? To be thankful that mm-hmm. someone has given you the credit to have power this month, right? Yes. So writing them the check to thank them and so on. So I appreciate you sharing that because I really think that really shifts everything. And, uh, you know, just even if it's something like our taxes, you know, often we're like, oh, I have to pay my taxes as <laughs> entrepreneurs, right? Yes. But just being 
being like, okay, if I'm paying my taxes, this means I made this money. <laughs> yes, you made some profit. Let's celebrate. <laughs> we made some profit. We're, I mean, businesses do not pay taxes that they're not making profit. So we can celebrate <laughs> that we're a profitable company. Yes, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about your program that you have. I believe you've created this program, the Rise Formula. Well, that's part of when I speak. My program is called Be the Magic of You. And so I have a different entry points okay, for well, that let's program. Go there. But I, let's, let's be the magic of you. Let's go there. Okay. All right. Well, talking about when I meet with women and entrepreneurs, they are always looking for how do I get really clear Um and in alignment. I talk a lot about getting stuck in the muck. And oftentimes we are in the muck and whether that's a day, a week, five years, eight years, 20 years, whatever that might be, inevitably we come out of that and we have this amazing day. You know, it's like we catch all the green lights, someone treats me to Starbucks and just like life is like, ah, right? And then what happens is, is that we inevitably come down from that, right? It could last that could last 30 minutes, a day, and maybe for some of us, you know, a week or longer. And I used to think, okay, the most important part in my head was like to get up here. And for the non-listeners, I'm kind of making a visual of like a higher capacity here, but just to get up in that like really feeling in alignment and it's easy and life is coming to me easily. And then when I would fall down, I was like, ah, right? I get frustrated and like, why? And I realized the most important part of all of this was it little intersections between having it and not having it. And if I could tweak that process and teach people how to have it and not have it, and that could just ease up so much more in their lives, right? And so um, what I teach people is, you know, those intersectional points of how we lose it and how we don't is allowing us to get into alignment. And the more we're in alignment, the easier it can be. So when I fall or when I have a moment in time, I am there for about between two to five minutes. And then I'm back up again, right? And when we're in that higher vibration, we're allowing in for so much more possibilities, so for so much more opportunities, for the just richness, the people that we attract, the opportunities that we can attract during that place and space. And we just become so much more expansive, so much more of service, right? Of others. I mean, if we are building this amazing business, or if we are just ourselves in it as an employee or as a parent, if if we're in this place and space that we can hold for others, uh, I mean, that's the juicy part of life, right? That's where we can just become more expansive in the world. So absolutely. And so bringing in that whole law of attraction piece. Yes. Right. That which unto itself is drawn. Yes. Staying, and being able to bounce back into that higher frequency uh, quicker is, yes. is what you're saying. Like having the tools to get back there quicker instead of having to stay there for three days, three weeks, whatever. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because when we're in those lower vibrations and when we're in that fear, doubt, worry, insecurity, what happens is... And as you know, we start to spiral and there's a part in our brain called the reticulant activation system. And that part in the brain is always scanning our environment to find the evidence. So, I mean, the brilliance of the brain is this, you know, negative thoughts find negative experience, evidence and positive thoughts find positive evidence. And so if we can stay in that place and space, our brain is actually going to work easier for us, if you will, in that time and space. And when we, when we fall, it, 
as you know, and as many of your listeners might know, is that it's harder to get out of that place because we almost have to, we, we have to take those kind of baby steps to increase that vibration to be able to climb out of it, out of it, if you will. That makes so much sense to me. Absolutely. And just really simplifying it like that. And how many times have we been like, you know, oh, I have to say, for example, it's Monday morning, right? Oh, it's Monday morning. And then all of a sudden on Monday, everything is just going wrong. Yeah. Right? Because these negative thoughts have produced these negative experiences, the negative yes. results, right? So I really appreciate you just breaking it down like that for the listeners and for the viewers. And so then my next question will be like, how do we control what we're calling into our lives? How do we stay on that positive path? And I would inv- still feel um, our feelings. Yeah. And I would even say, I invite people the night before right? Like I do a lot of work the night before I go to bed. So we know that the last 45 minutes of our day, there's we're processing stuff seven times more than we do for any other time of day. And so I like to tee myself up for the next day and be ready to go. So oftentimes in that last 45 minutes of my evening, I am taking time for myself. I'm doing my self-care. I'm doing my meditation. Um, it's kind of like my power hour, if you will. I spend time with my vision board and I do... <laughs> I'm probably the first person will say like, there's, I love my vision boards, but a lot of people don't know necessarily how to use them to their fullest advantage. So I make sure that I have a practice that I use and use energy with it. So I will do what I call the 33 seconds. So when I'm in front of my vision board, I'm actually getting into that vibration as if I've already created everything, right? For 33 seconds and allowing that to just take over my body, if you will, and just feel it in every single cell of my being in my body, right? So I'll spend time doing that. And then I think I already said meditation, but spending time quieting my mind, getting clear. I'll do a visualization of what I'm creating. And then the last two things I do for my day, I created a, they're called daily intentions planners. And so I get really clear on that daily intentions planner because it plans out my entire next day. It shows how I'm going to show up. I actually have like little exercises for the brain so that we can start seeing evidence. And it's, you know, I call it setting the intentions for a device or an object to see in the, in the world. Um, that's completely unrelated, right? It's just something fun for the brain to, to show evidence of. And then planning out those tasks that's required to take action. I'm a big believer in taking full action. And when we do this the night before, what happens is, is I call them the little minions, like the little minions in the brain come out <laughs> and they start to like figure out the quote how for me, right? And so then I'm already marinating all of those yummy intentions the night before. And then I spend my last few minutes on complete gratitude. So I spend time taking pen to paper. What is it that I'm grateful for? Sometimes I all jot down notes. I mean, um, just kind of a, a quick bullet point. And sometimes I'll spend time with just one thing and write about it for a, a lengthy period of time. But And then I end up with asking some generative questions, whatever that might be. You know, why is it so easy for me to blank? Why is it's so easy for me to, you know, if there's something that I'm working towards or if there's an intention that I'm creating, I might ask that question so that I'm laying it all down in that space and place so that my brain is like, and then the next morning, as you said, you're waking up, feeling fueled, vibrated, you know, just in a complete alignment with what you've been creating. I love every word you just said. <laughs> and you know, I have to tell you that I have been caught in a little bit of a trap where I have been watching Netflix or something like that before bed lately, like for the mm-hmm. last several months, right? Yes, and, it's easy to uh, do. 
we yeah. all we're all guilty of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, if I'm having Netflix, I might as well have a snack. And you know, it just goes from there, right? Yes. And what an amazing way. So first of all, tell us how to get this planner. Yeah. So people can just go to my website, talkingwithterry.com. And it's T-E-R-I. So talkingwithterry, T-E-R-I.com and mm-hmm. backslash. And it's either, they can either click on the shop now. And this is, yeah, the shop, stop and shop. <laughs> so it's called <laughs> stop and shop. And those planners are on there. They're broken up quarterly. So then you can buy, you know, there's a couple packages. There's my book with along with the planners, or you can just buy the planners by themselves as well. Oh, it's a I'm, great tool. I'm loving it. I'm so into it. As soon as we get finished this recording, I'm ordering. Okay, so, perfect. <laughs> let me encourage the listeners and the viewers. Talkingwithterry.com, it's T-E-R-I, to go and get that intention planner because does that not sound better than watching TV before we go to bed or whatever, or laying there and worrying or whatever the case may be, you know, to be going through this self-care and meditation, time with the vision board, visualization. Oh my goodness. All of these things and ending with the, you know, the gratitude. And I'm going to guess that when you wake up in the morning in that beautiful state between half awake and half asleep, there is wonderful things going on in your world. Yes. Well, you know, what's interesting in the last couple of years, what I found myself doing is I used, and I talk a lot about shifting the default, right? We had these default of these mechanisms. And I grew up with this belief that I was not good enough. And no matter how hard I tried, I just was simply not good enough. And so I came from that place in space where I was in the dump. I just feeling just, it was heavy. And I didn't even realize, like I had no awareness to where I was coming from and I was super negative. And I, and so when I've seen my own transformation and my own journey to this place in space, what it does for me is, and people always say, Terry, you're like the energy is funny. You have so much energy and you always are positive. And I've had to work towards this. Like this hasn't come, you know, I just was gifted it, right? This has been my journey. But I will say in the last like couple years, when I used to wake up and think about all the things that I didn't do great at, or I was, you know, I'm just beating myself up for things. What's interesting is I have, I finally have feel, felt like I've shifted that paradigm where it's now like when I wake up, I'm like, how much better can I get? How much better can I get? What can I create? You know, like, and it's just like full of possibilities. And I'll, I'll run a couple of clearing statements on myself in the morning when I wake up and it's just, it's unconscious almost. And I'm like, and then I'm like waking up I'm like, oh, I've been running this. <laughs> And it's just, a, it's a paradigm shift. And it's amazing how when you're in that alignment, how supported you feel in making those shifts and making those changes. So, oh, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with Netflix, right? There's, you just, maybe we'll Netflix early in the day and then leave that other time for a really creation time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just that last 45 minutes, like you said, before going to sleep, a really focused time and I'm loving it. And, you know, the things that will, come out of it will be amazing and life-changing, I'm sure. And so let me, you know, really encourage everyone who's listening to think about adapting this process into your life as well. Okay. So now I want to move to, you were talking earlier before we started recording about how you help people clear blocks in their life and barriers in their life that keep them stuck, whether it's financially or with the amount of people that they can impact or whatever that might be. So can you kind of give us some ideas on, you know, we hear people say it all the time, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. I can't get past this or, you know, with what's going on in the world right now, you know, sometimes there's a lower energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we were mentioning earlier, before we hopped on here that there was a great quote and it says, you know, when when a storm comes in, most birds seek shelter in the storm and the eagle flies above it and soars over it, right? And I have just 
especially what's happening in our, our world today, I feel like an eagle. And what I've been setting out to do and create is helping create more eagles, right? That can soar above this and that can see the gifts in all of this. And yes, so going back to your question is how do we soar above this? And again, the more that we can stay clear and be completely in awareness of what's happening, you know, what I say for us, not to us, but what's happening for us, because I think we have a fantastic opportunity because this is probably the first time in a long time that we have felt fear on such a global experience and a global level. And then looking at, and I bring that down to like looking at how I'm experiencing fear and how each of your listeners is experiencing fear because we all have different stories, different scripts, different things that we've come from. And this fear means different things to different people and how we're experiencing it and what it looks like in our lives is feels different, right? And so, you know, taking a deeper look at, I think you know, some of the journey and some of the work that we get to do during this time is we all get to look in our, in our deeper and look at how is this fear showing up for me and what do I get to do about it and shift it and transform it. And I think that's the true work that we're going to be seeing in a global way or otherwise we're going to probably just stay stuck in it, right? And that's a choice too, for sure. But one of the things that I have over the last you know, 20 plus years now is developed kind of my own system of helping people clear out some of those blocks, barriers, baggage, whatever you want to call it, to really transform that story for them. Because I feel like if we have a body and we are meant to do something greater in this world, and it could be I'm impacting two people to I am impacting 2 million people and beyond, right? And so it doesn't matter the level of impact. It's just a matter of like, what am I doing to contribute to the world? And so, yeah, so I've combined a lot of energy tools and techniques. And I really just, I utilize a lot of my intuition when I'm working with clients and oftentimes I'll feel the experience of my body just like the other day, I, there's this lady I was working with and I just kept like, my eyes were just so itchy. <laughs> like, And then we were able to dive in deeper even from that because she was like, okay. And then stuff was coming up for her. And so I've incorporated... Um, energy psychology, some work from Donna Eden to work of actress consciousness and emotional freedom technique, the tapping. I mean, I've kind of created my own little modality, if you will, to really help individuals shift based on, you know, what's coming up for them. And then that's the fun part for me. I feel like I get to be like a detective. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And then we get to do the core belief work, which is very powerful because that's when we see the biggest shifts in individuals is when we've done the core, uh, the core beliefs. And then we shift that and then we start to give them tools that they can use every day. Because I used to believe that I was pretty naive when I first started doing this work. And I used to believe whenever I got there, I would stop. I'm like, okay, I'd be good. I'll be doing my personal development. I'll be doing all. And when I get there, I'm just going to stop because I'm good. Right. And so <laughs> yes. wherever I thought there was, I reached there at some point in my life. And so I just stopped. I stopped doing everything that I was doing. And what happened, it was a slower process, but over a week, maybe three weeks, maybe inching up to four weeks. What I found myself doing was just like a slow and steady spiral down again. <laughs> I was like, yes. wait. And I realized and learned very quickly that the stuff that I'm doing to keep myself in this high vibration and this high energy is the stuff that's going to continue to propel me forward moving on. And so it's not just something that we do once and we're done. It's a lifestyle change. It's a transformation. It's a, it's a shift in the way that we do things. It is a complete lifestyle makeover in a spiritual way that allows us to feel lifted and supported and, you know, 
doing the work that we continue to do. So since then, I've continued to do the work daily <laughs> um, and multiple times a day because I just know, but I sprinkle with it in. You know, I, I talk a lot about, you know, having, it's almost like self-care. And oftentimes my old belief in self-care once a month for a massage was my self-care. <laughs> but now I just, I interjected throughout the day on any type of, I know, I think Louise Hay talked a little bit about this, about segment intending and how that our lives are broken up into segments. And so at every segment, we have an opportunity and a choice if we choose to incorporate something and something could be so, I mean, it could be a couple seconds and it's going to have a huge impact on our day and the lives that we come in, in, in contact with. You know, I'm glad that you're sharing it with such enthusiasm because I want people to realize that, you know, this personal growth stuff, it's not all about the Kleenex, right? Yes, no. It's a lot of fun too. <laughs> it can be a lot of fun. And I love when I'm working with my clients, I'm like, what else is possible, right? Like what else can we create? And so, yes, there are times when we go through the tears and we'll go through the, you know, I like to use a lot of humor when I'm working with people because I feel like, why not? Right. And let's be honest, like, Sometimes the stories that we tell ourselves are just absolutely ridiculous and we know it consciously, right? And so sometimes we have to just be like, okay, here's the story. Do we want to keep it? No, let's go. But how much, I mean, I just get into a place that space where it's so much fun to create. Um, just recently I had a client and we manifested a free home for her. Brand new, brand new build, free home. And I'm like, yeah, like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> like over jazz, right? Like, and we get to help support and co-create because when I'm on the calls with my clients, I'm like, let me help you co-create this. If we can pull some energy and do some energy work to support you, why not? Like, let's find the ease in this. And I come from a workaholic background. So I think I was like, it was carved into my brain that I had to be workaholic. And if I wasn't working a thousand percent at a thousand you know, miles per minute, then I wasn't worthy of anything. And so what I have found that over time using energy that I can just do it. And it's amazing how I can just work with the energy and and it can be a lot easier, yes. right? But I've had to overcome my own like stories about that because are you kidding me? I'm sitting here and I'm just pulling some energy and I'm doing this. And I had three calls for speaking engagements on Monday or last Monday. And I'm like, oh, that was, that was effortless, right? Yes. Well, and I think too, when we're on the right path, things are just uh, so much easier for us. I do have a question about something you said earlier that I think falls into the same line of what we're talking about right now. And that is learning the difference between the passion and the calling. Oh, yes. Okay. So a lot of times people are saying, you know, I'm trying to find my passion. You know, I want to get in touch with things that I'm passionate about. And yet then we have this other side of us that's like, I know in my heart of hearts that this is the bottom line of what I'm supposed to do, but yeah. it's not very fun or glamorous or whatever. And so I don't really want to go there. I'm resisting. Yes. So can you kind of expand on that a little? Yes. I'll try to do my best. So when I was on this path of going to the counseling center, I thought that was like my end all be all. Like I honestly did. And I was on that path because I was, and here looking back, I can see it was my passion because I realized that was part of my path that I had to take to, in order for these other things to come about. Right. And so as these other things became to unfold and I was resisting, I cannot tell you how much I was resisting this full heartedly. Like I was digging my heels in daily. And I was like, I, because what this path or what this calling was doing for me was having me public speak. And at the time I was horrified. Horrified would be an understatement. Okay. Let's just be honest. Horrified as public speaking. I had all this trauma around using my voice. I got held back in second grade because I had a learning disability that wasn't diagnosed at the time. I had a speech impediment. I was terrified to speak in public. 
let alone read a book out loud. And so universe, if you will, kept pushing me in this direction. I'm like, no, no. And I was like, so resistant to it, like so resistant. And then of course, like, I feel like there's sometimes those paths are laid out for us. And even if we're resistant to it, if we are meant to do it, I believe we are given things in our life to help fulfill that. Okay. So an example happened. I was had this opportunity to speak for this agency. And she had said at first, she's like, it's going to be like 10 people, small conference room. She said, this was on a Friday. She's talking to me on Wednesday. So I said yes to that. Cause I said, are you sure it's 10 people, small conference room? I don't have to be saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the school loved it so much that they said, let's just do a, they had a whole in-service that day. Won't we invite her to the whole in-service, which was like 120 people, an hour talk on a stage with a microphone. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, okay. Really? And I really feel bad. So bad because the first 10 minutes was awful. But something profound happened during this time. And I felt like this like this roller coaster during this one hour's talk. First 10 minutes were awful. Then the following 20 to 30 minutes was ah eh, subpar. And then I ended with this interactional activity. And I ended with this question and answer. And I was on fire. I ended that going, I could speak forever. Oh my gosh, that's so great. I enrolled myself the very next day to Toastmasters and I just became this, it took me a long time, I will not uh, mislead anyone, but over a year period of time of just getting up and making mistakes. And But eventually I, now I speak all over nationally and internationally. And I, who would have thought, <laughs> right? So I feel like it's one of these calls, when I feel like when I determine the difference between a calling and a passion. A calling, I really feel like is something that you cannot turn off. You want to turn it off. And oftentimes you're desperately wanting to turn it off. And yet you keep getting these little signs and things, right? Just like when I was writing my book, I was like, I'm not writing a book. Eight years later, long story. Then I was like, I'm sure not writing it. And then I, then this experience with Jack Campbell came through with him writing my foreword. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, that seems like there's like evidence again. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, but it's just one of those things. So I feel like a calling for me in Mahalo, I've, you know, put words to get is something that you just cannot turn off. Like you are just at some point we have to just say, okay, what is this about? You know, what is this path for me? And just trust, right? And I think that's probably the hardest piece for me anyways, is to over just trusting. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm vulnerable. Okay. I'm, I'm here. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that is this thing. And just to let go and be like, okay, I'm going to, and there's a great quote by Edward Teller. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably mess it up, but it says, when we get to the end of all the light that we've had, we're given two options, either to stand on something solid or to be given wings to fly. Right. And I thought, okay, here it is. Like, this is like the, the metaphor of just trusting that trust ball. And a passion really is like, here it is, this thing that I want to create, this company, this opportunity that I want to create, and it's there, but it doesn't have like that driving force. And even if you decide, nah, I don't want to do it, it's not going to be like, you know, you know, whispering at you at night, right? Or be able to sleep at night if you're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that and, and hearing your backstory makes it so relatable. I think that we've all had that thing in our life that we are resisting. And I remember seeing Marianne Williamson one time teach from A Course in Miracles, what we resist persists. And it is so true. And how amazing to have found your passion and then implemented your calling into that with all of that knowledge, the things that we are learning now, whether you know the listener is 20 years old or 70 years old, 
will be able to be used in another time in our life, in another part of our life. And, you know, like you said, that spiritual growth, that that daily practice, just continuing to spiral upward and working towards just living our best life as, as yeah. cliche as that is. It's like, why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I just want to go back to telling people how to find you. I was so excited to introduce you. I didn't mention. You can find her on Facebook, Talking with Terry. So T-E-R-I for all of these. Instagram, the same, Talking with Terry. And website again is talkingwithterry.com. Email terry at talkingwithterry.com. So please do get a hold of Terry as you can see and hear. She is amazing. She has tons of great information and passion and enthusiasm and insight and tools, you know, most importantly to help you break through anything that might be standing in your way or slowing you down or stopping you from living the life that you truly, truly want to live. So please do contact Terry. Terry, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.